we will start with some songs. ASG has ministry planned for you this evening. So I want us to sing a song of praise to God, describing how he's indescribable. So find somebody and tell them that he's indescribable and we'll sing. two teenagers, Megan, who is 16, and Joshua, who is 14. They've been attending the Auburn Church of the Nazarene in Auburn, Maine for the past four years. Before the four years, I was suicidal, labeled bipolar, cutting myself, heavily medicated, and suffered from depression. I had been into drugs and alcohol. I had been molested as a child. I got married, got married, was in a relationship for 12 years, had an affair in my marriage, and got divorced. I ended up in a psychiatric ward and put on medication. I met a friend in the ward, and we kept in touch after we were released. She invited me to her church, and that was when God brought two people who were filled with Jesus into my life. That was the revivalist and his wife. Jesus saved my life through them. I had to let go of a lot of baggage to forgive, and most of all, to forgive myself, for all of my past sins. Thank you, Jesus. When I started to come out of my darkest days, I asked the revivalist and his wife to show me someone, anyone, who had been somewhere similar as I that could show me to finish the race. I have worked at a hospital full-time as a nursing assistant for 21 years. I have also had compassion for people my whole life. My role is a servant doing the will of the Father. I am now off of all medication, no more drugs or alcohol, no more cutting, and no more counselors or psychiatrists because of my relationship with God and a support team of Jesus people. I love life and I love this journey. I have been delivered out of a self-destructive world into a new life in Christ. I have a past that no longer haunts me, and I have learned by the saving power and grace of Jesus Christ what it means to love and to be loved. The love of our Father is the greatest love of all. God shows me the potential that exists in this world. Now is the time to learn and grow in his true living word and to bring it to those who come into my life or to those to whom I go. I look forward to all that God has in store for me as I journey on in him. How do you follow that? I don't think you do. That was awesome. It was incredible. I should begin this by saying that since coming to Oklahoma about two years ago, I have learned more about being a pastor than I learned in all the time that I spent at NBC. About now, all of the administration and faculty are having a cow over my previous statement, but it's not a bad thing that pastoring has taught me more about being a pastor than education. It would be nearly impossible for the wonderful men and women whom we have called professor to convey to us the joys and challenges that accompany the privilege that comes from being used by God to shepherd, teach, and counsel his people. However, if I had not gone to NBC and sat at the feet of those who knew the joys 
and challenges firsthand, I might have missed so many opportunities. My time at NBC provided me far fewer answers to the questions that I had when I arrived there. But what it did do was shape me into an individual that looks less for answers and more for God's hand in the midst of the complexities of people's lives. NBC taught me to ask life-changing questions instead of throwing my hands up in the air at seemingly impossible challenges. I learned to rely on Christ at NBC because I saw my professors pointing him out. NBC changed my life because I saw Christ at work in real people going through real life. If I had to do it again, I would have stayed longer and learned more. As you begin or are finishing up your time here at NBC, I want to advise you to do three things. Number one is focus on Jesus because it's all about him. Number two, listen to the lectures of the professors but hear their hearts. And number three is just a promise that you will get a degree and God will still have things to teach you. Blessings on you all. Jim Wilson, um, pastor at Pawhuska and Barnsdall Churches of the Nazarene. Well, you've heard some of the testimonies from students and former students, and we all have challenges. And I think especially today, in this day and age, in this country, and even what our college and our families are going through, um, it's kind of tough sometimes to finish the race and keep the faith. But we want this time to be a time of encouragement. And as you've listened to some of those trials and challenges, I want you to just take a moment and let's watch a race that we can learn from. And you think we've got trials and challenges in our race. We will all face all kinds of trials and we don't want to be discouraged. You don't have to be discouraged. Don't let those challenges defeat you. And just like Derek Redmond's father came out of the stands and helped him finish the race, he finished. He walked across that finish line. But he didn't do it alone. We have a father who is willing to come and walk beside us and help us to finish the race. We don't have to do it alone. We don't have to do it alone. The psalmist knew this when he wrote in Psalm 37, 24, though we stumble, we shall not fall headlong for the Lord holds us by the hand. He holds us by the hand. He carries us along. We don't run the race alone. Not only do we have our Heavenly Father, we run the race together. We're in this together. This is a family and a community, and we are in it together. We can help run the race with each other. We can uplift each other when we face challenges. We can encourage each other in our faith as we go along and it seems to waver. 
we will be tested in many ways along this journey. Some of those ways that I've seen and experienced, finances or jobs may be uncertain. Health issues may concern us. Children and spouses may feel neglected. Study time encroaches on devotional time and sleep. All these challenges. However, we can be victorious. We can finish the race because we have a greater power to draw upon. We have the power of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They are our strength. In this life, Peter declares, in this life you rejoice even if now for a little while you have had to suffer various trials so that the genuineness of your faith being more precious than gold that though perishable is tested by fire may be found to result in praise and glory and honor to Jesus Christ. I have confidence we will all finish this race. We will all cross that finish line. We have to stay focused on God's promises and his purposes that he has called us to. And don't give up when the going gets rough. You know, what's that saying? When the going gets rough, the, the tough get going or something like that. But we may not seem so tough sometimes, and that's all right. We can call upon the one who called us. He's the one who called us. He has the power. But you know, he called us not alone and not individual, but he called us as a body, a body of Christ, a community of fellow students and faculty and staff. We are the body of Christ, and we are here together, put together to uplift each other and encourage each other. We have brothers and sisters that we can also call upon to help us in our times of trials, our times of challenges, our times of sleeplessness, loneliness, when we need just somebody to talk to and to hang on to, somebody that will run alongside us and help us in this race through these challenges. You know, right now I can't think of anything more Christ-like than to swallow one's pride, put Jesus on the throne of one's life, and ask for help, and give it when it's asked. How much more Christ-like and like the body of Christ can we be? I'm confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion on the day of Jesus Christ. We are going to have an opportunity in a week and a half to have a special time set aside so that we can, as the body of Christ, pray for each other, listen to each other, and come together and encourage each other. We are planning, and you'll get some news about it, we are planning a night of encouragement. And it's going to happen a week from Friday. And like I said, you'll get some more information, but I wanted to tell you now because it just fits in. 
We need, especially during this winter term, especially during this time in our college, especially a time that we have or going through in this country, we need encouragement. We need each other. So we're going to have a special night of encouragement and put it on your calendars and, and be sure to show up as we want the body of Christ to come together. And we need to lift each other up so that we can all finish the race and keep the faith. We can be encouraged. I want you to listen to one more testimony of a pastor who was also a former student. So uh, Chris, if you would come and bring that to us. This testimony is from Steve Master. You asked for a story about the tougher times while at school. And the thing that comes to mind is how long this middle of trimester lasts. Many of you probably had a great holiday with family and friends, but now the long nights of winter are slowly turning to longer days of spring. The problem is that it just doesn't happen fast enough. Your schedules were pretty well set during the first semester. You go to work in the morning, come home in time to put finishing touches on your homework, grab a quick bite to eat, hug the family, and go to class for a few hours. The first trimester was easy because you were excited to either start your education in fulfilling your call or to continue that work. If you're past your first year, now in this second trimester, school has become more of a grind. The newness has worn off. With the holidays came a break, and that being the holiday season, special time with family and friends. For those of you that had a chance to go home or had people from home come to visit you, it was a time with those you haven't seen in a while. When the holidays were over, the letdown came as visitors left and all the homework you decided to put off is suddenly due. I am speaking from personal experience, and since you were all such wonderful students, you were probably laughing at me for being such a fool. My advice for you is to just hang on. You will get that work done. You will have another break, and the days are getting longer. Remember what it was that brought you to NBC. A call from our father to be his servant. He called you and he will strengthen you. Once you have finished the answer and answered that call to some church, you will realize that all those long winter trimesters were worth the effort. Many of you will come to a new place that you will call home and meet new people that will accept you as family. This morning, January 5th, as I sit here in my office writing to you from Anchor Point, Alaska, I am watching a cow moose with her calf walking across my yard through the foot of snow and the 15 degree below zero temperatures. And I know that God is good. He brought me to the place of my dreams to serve. He is faithful and will do the same for you. Keep up the good fight. In his name, Steve Mastery. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 reads, Wherefore, seeing we are also surrounded about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, 
looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of God. Let us pray. Dear Father, we are continually surrounded by your grace and your mercy. Yet to be your servants does not mean that we are without burden. However, we know with all our hearts that you are a miraculous and delivering God, and you will meet our needs. Lord, bless those who are without work, with the ability to provide for their families. Bless our country and our new president with the wisdom to make the right decisions. Lord, bless our faculty and college, and bless us as students with the discipline to stick with it. We know that it is in times of great turmoil and struggle that you sharpen our character, renew our spirits, and build up our faith. O oh Lord, we continue to move forward, one step at a time, as we endeavor to finish this school year and fulfill our callings, that your will would be accomplished in our lives, and that your grace would be made manifest in the lives of all people. Lord, we do this with the resounding assurance and knowledge that we will keep the faith, because you, O oh God, are faithful. Though we are faced with new trials every day, financial, medical, emotional, spiritual, and though we are often tired and weary, feeling like we have nothing left in the tank, we will finish the race because we are carried and strengthened by this hope and love that we have in Jesus Christ. Help us to never lose sight of that. We love you and thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. You guys are dismissed. Mm -hmm.